Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodge Show. Welcome to episode 19. Once again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. My name is Chris. I'm your host. If you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one and catch up. That is if you want to. Otherwise, stay tuned. So once again, guys, I appreciate y'all being here. Hope everybody's had a uh, wonderful day, uh, whatever time of day you're listening to this. Um, for me, it's roughly about 3 a.m. Interesting last two days for me. Um, actually, so... Before we go that way, before we go into that, guys, because uh, I'm gonna keep it simple, because don't have it's not gonna be the longest episode, probably about half an hour. So tonight's topic is burnout. as hell, you know, but um, I know right now I'm dealing with burnout a little bit because uh, yesterday I didn't run my regular load because the, I guess um, the Atlanta crew didn't bring anything up. So the Minnesota crew, instead of bringing things down to the Illinois drop or dropping it at a hub near there, um, Basically, FedEx just had them take it all the way to Florida. Um, normally, their loads that are coming down from Minnesota end up coming down to Atlanta. Because the, the load goes between Atlanta and uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. But I guess their loads were literally going to Florida. And so, you know, sometimes that happens. So when I, whenever I do a swap, I'll see that I'm still dropping it in, in Nashville. But... I'll see that the, the the actual destination of the two loads go to Florida, so I'll drop in Nashville. And FedEx will usually, you know, end up routing, basically loading somebody up, you know, another truck or whatever to take them the rest of the way or whatever, uh, keep them moving, you know. So, but uh, FedEx basically had them take their load all the way to Florida, so I was like, all right, so uh, does that mean you guys will probably won't be running, you know, the Illinois drop, you know, for the next day or two. He goes, yeah, probably might be the rest of the week. So I was like, all right, you know. So last night I ended up running a load from uh, Clarksville to um, to East Chattanooga. And the problem with that load, I can't pick it up till eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. And then when I'm out there. I usually have to hang out for like two hours um, because it won't get the, the load going back to Clarksville 
uh, load it until like 3, usually 3, 3.30. I think the latest that I've been so far is like 3.30, but last night I got there. Um, once I got my, my loaded trailer drops, I got it hit the bathroom, I got it heated up my, uh, my food, and I got parked in front of the trailer that was in the door that I was picking up because obviously can't hook up to it until, you know, it's closed off and ready to go. So I was parked in front of it, and I ate my food while I put on Netflix, and while I was watching Netflix, I was also, uh, you know, eating my food, and um, three o'clock came around, and I already gone through one full episode and gone through, like, a part of another episode, so I was, every couple minutes I kept pausing it, going back to the browser, checking the, the load status, it was still saying loading, so go back into Netflix, keep watching another like five or ten minutes, go ahead, you know, because there are a lot of trucks that were sitting there waiting on their loads too, and none of us were moving, so I was like, all right, I guess, I'm, you know, I'll just uh, keep checking. So, 3.30, checked again, still still loading, went back to Netflix, <clears throat> 3.45, went and checked again, and you know, finally it was closed. I was like, oh, cool, awesome. Logged off Netflix, uh, went ahead and backed under and hooked up, got everything all set up, pulled the forward to do my, my uh, all my inspection stuff. Because we have an app that we use on, the, on our phones to do the official inspection where we take photos of, like, the connection. And, uh, you know, uh, I even go above that. Like, I usually I'm doing the inspection stuff when it says, like, what trailer number are you grabbing? You know, take a picture of the connection, Put the trailer number in. I'll take a picture showing the trailer, you know, behind my my truck. You know, showing the trailer number, and then uh, then you got to go into the actual, you know, where we dispatch ourselves on the, uh, the website on the app or whatever. And pretty much, you know, we go through there, put in if we're um, putting your dolly information if you're taking one, put in your your trailer information for each trailer. Or in yesterday's case, I basically got. I'm able to skip a couple parts because I usually it's like no no dolly, no second trailer, just picking up one trailer, do one connection, picture, and then uh, get myself dispatched. And then get the, get the truck, put in your load information, the computer, do your you know vehicle inspection report, and the computer in the truck. There's a lot of there's a lot of you know documenting, <laughs> but at least it's better than before. Like they used to have us. Um, they used to have us go through the Sorry about that guys found a <clears throat> I saw something. You know how it is. It's one of those where you're going down the highway and I'm like, I pretty I thought, almost thought I saw a deer like encroaching into the, the traffic lane and then as I came up and whatever it was, before I could really see it, turned around and ran back in the in the, the field and the bushes and whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, you stay out there. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to hit you. But um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's really dark. It's like there's no lights out here. So can't really see much if a, like an animal of some kind comes up on the side of the road or whatever. But, you know, knock on wood, never had anything happen. So, um, so, But yeah, I mean, they initially had a uh, the inspection app that we had to use, um, or that we have to use. Initially, we'd have to do a full inspection, 
you know, with the truck, like, pretty true. You know, we had to take pictures of our fuel cards, take pictures of our license, uh, take a picture of the mileage, um, and then, you know, go through all that, and then, um, and part of that was trailers as well. Um, but then, you know, they expected us to be doing that every at every hookup. Like anytime we did a drop and hook, we had to go through and do that same thing. And I'm like, so we have to take a picture of our license and our fuel cards and all that crap every time. Because initially, I was told to only do it once. Like when I first got hired, one of the guys that was it was doing the road test uh, for a couple of the other drivers, I didn't end up having to do it because I was coming. You know, I, they knew I was already familiar with with doubles and whatnot. So literally, we was. I basically got paid 200 bucks or 250 or something, you know, for like standing there for three hours, just chatting with the boss and with his, his uh, assistant, you know, his, another driver that kind of helps him out or whatever. So he was doing, the other guy was doing the road test. The other guys, they were, they were, they were bringing on, I guess, were a lot less experienced or whatever. So I was just like, they asked me if I wanted to do the road test. I was like, if you guys don't, if you guys aren't required me to do the road test, then I will choose not to do the road test. Cause I was like, I would rather, you know, because I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm literally just was driving with doubles last week on like Friday, and then I'm joining you guys on Monday. So I was meeting up with him on Saturday and see the equipment they were using and you know all that stuff, whatever. So, but thankfully, the company changed it and uh, made it so that um, like you literally only have they 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 kind of divided the uh, inspection app, which is kind of cool. Like they changed it to where the truck part, you know, with our license, fuel cards, like the pre-trip for the truck, we only have to do that when we first start. But the there's another section that's like doll, like like dollies and trailers, and we got to do that one every time we do a you know switch with trailers and whatnot. Like every time we swap loads, we got to go through and do the dolly and trailer pre-trip or whatever, and then and then you still got to put it in the computer in the truck and stuff like that. So. It's a lot, but, you know, I've kind of, like, I've deliberately kind of, because um, I was forgetting. So now what I do is I literally just do all that stuff before I even take off. So that way I'm not forgetting it. I do the pre-trip of the truck before I move into the hub to get my, my load. And before I take off and even dispatch myself with the trailers and dolly, I just, I go through all that you know, on the, the app with the trailers and dolly that they get in. And before I even drive away with that, you know, with that load, go on the computer, put that load information in there, put the vehicle inspection stuff in there. So that way it's good because, you know, any bonuses that we might get get affected if we forget to do it. You know, all of a sudden you just don't get a bonus. I'm like, what happened? Like, oh yeah, you missed like two uh, vehicle inspections or you didn't put any load information or you didn't do, you know, your your initial inspection and I was like well crap you know, some of those where I'm like well I thought I did I could have sworn I did but... so back to the topic you had with burnout <laughs> currently um like when I wrote that um that uh load East Chattanooga or whatever and then come back because of the fact that it, they, they don't load until after three last night <laughs> I don't know what was going on it was almost four o'clock but I finally got home. I got back to the hub because I got to Clarksville 6:15 ish, 
got swapped, got an empty trailer, got myself dispatched back to Nashville, went down the street to, to Quick Trip, parked there for a minute, ran to hit the bathroom, figured, I'm going to surprise the fam. You know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going I'm to grab a dozen donuts. You know, and, you know, the wife was already at work, like 5.30, 6 o'clock, and she's, you know, I was messaging her, like, yeah, so I just picked, picked up a dozen donuts from QT. And she's like, so those are going to be gone before I get home. I was like, so don't tell Bug. <laughs> Something, you know, like, well, I'm going to be going to bed shortly after I get home. So not, unless, you know, unless the kiddo is going to eat a dozen donuts, you know, kind of. And plus, I, that's why I didn't get all the same kind. You know, I had one of the, because they had the boxes up top. So you grab the boxes and you're able to grab what kinds you want to put in there. So each box sold six. So I was grabbing this frosted one, that frosted one, grab this filled one, that filled one, grab one that looked like a cinnamon roll, grabbed a couple other ones, I, there was one, <laughs> I grabbed one random donut that was like a, just a sugar donut, and uh, so I got my two boxes filled, I get home and of course, you know, the kiddo's still awake, she hadn't gone to sleep yet, so I was like, hey, bug, hey, guess what I brought home, she's like, well, what kind'd you get, I said, eh, I got a variety, there's a couple others, a couple randoms. One she grabbed was the literally the one that I didn't grab multiples of. I just grabbed one sugar donut. She grabbed one, and I was like, uh, a little while later, I was like, "So what kind? Of, which one you grab?" She goes, "Ah, oh, the, the it was like a, like a sugar donut or something." Oh, you grabbed the sugar donut. Okay, cool. You know, I was like, I didn't know if that one was gonna be one that someone would grab right away or if it would sit there for a minute. I reached in and grabbed one of the filled ones. You know, so got to sleep probably by like. 8.45, had my alarm set for 4.15, and told the wife, I was like, so, you have set my alarm for like 4.15, because I was like, I'm dead on my feet right now, she goes, so don't wake me up, I was like, no, please don't wake me up, I remember like 2.45, realizing that she had gotten home, and she was up, coming up there to take a nap, so she was already in bed on her phone, kind of, or, you know, doing something, so, like, scroll through Facebook or whatever, so, I rolled over, next thing I, I blinked, and next thing I realized it's 4.15 and my alarm's going off. And I had a message from my boss, like, oh yeah, the Minnesota crew, he, uh, or they, they hit weather or something. So, there's no Farina run tonight, so as soon as you hear 10 hours is up, go ahead and head in. And I'm like, am I doing Clarksville again? He goes, no, we're going to have him run up to, uh, take him. This is exactly what he told me. He was, you're going to take an empty 53 up to um, Evansville, and you're gonna bring an empty 53 back. I was like, ah, that doesn't even make any damn sense. <laughs> you know, so, but I was like, okay, that, that's, I was like, what if I just get mileage? Is that what you guys are? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, I was like, you're the boss. So I was like, as long as I'm getting paid for the day, then I'll drive somewhere empty and come back empty if that's what you really want me to do. All right, you know. So, the load wasn't appearing in there. Um, I was. I had also one thing I did this morning. Also, is I went through McDonald's for breakfast because we had food from last night and then you know for dinner. And so I was grabbing stuff for breakfast for McDonald's, like the sausage, gravy, and biscuit for me, and one for my the wife. And I get like two patties to add to mine. The wife just likes the, the, the gravy with the biscuit. I like to actually have sausage patties with mine. I think it makes it taste better. You know, that's a little more. Satisfying, more filling. <laughs> I'd be curious though if you guys like how you guys would do it. If you guys just like gravy and biscuit, or if it's like if you gotta have the, the actual sausage patties in there too, or whatever. I like having the meat with the, the the gravy and the biscuit. I think it just you know. But 
wife, I guess she, uh, for her, it's enough just to have the, the sausage, the ground sausage and the gravy, and then have the biscuit. I'm like, yeah, that's really good. And then, like, it's really good, not docking, not dogging that at all. So I've always just liked to have the patties too, you know? So, but I got hers without, and I got mine with, and put them in the fridge, told her about it. I was like, so there's two gravy and biscuits in there, yours is on top, mine's the bottom one, I've got, because I've got patties in mine, Plus, I also got you a McGriddle. And so she's like, oh, cool, all right, you know. Something for her to heat up when she got home, and something for me to heat up before I had to work, you know. Just grab a real quick bite to eat, you know. So, got up, drink, was drinking a lot of water, eat my, uh, my, uh, brunch, technically, you know, or I guess we could call burner. <laughs> Since I was eating, uh, the the gravy and biscuit patties at like 4.30 in the afternoon. So, eh, for me it was breakfast, you know. <laughs> so, get that all, you know, get that all taken care of. Um, head in, found out that, no, actually, you know, because I was like, yeah, I'm told I'm taking an MT-53 up, bringing an MT-53 back. And my office was like, no, that's actually not correct. <laughs> I was like, I wondered. Because you're actually taking two empties, you're set of doubles. Take two empties up there, you're gonna come back with a load of 53. I was like, that makes sense, that actually makes more sense. And go up empty, come back empty. But, uh, so I get all dispatched and get up there, like probably by 9 45. And, uh, <laughs> I had was on one of those streets that you have to you come off the main highway, you take a turn, like, like left and literally immediate right. It's like a, a road off the main road. And I got worried because I could see FedEx down the way, like half a mile or so. But the street that the GPS had me turn on, literally, you immediately you get this, you see this sign on the side, you know, when you first turn on it. It says, um, no trucks over a certain weight. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> but I went down that went down that road, and of course, like, after a little while, I started, I started very clearly was seeing FedEx trailers and I was seeing the hub and I was like, all right, so I, I should be able to get there from this road. I don't see how it would go up and enter, enter off the main road. So I found the entrance. I was able to get there. So at least if I go back there, I know. <laughs> the first trip into any new hub for me or whatever, is kind of like, you know, I worry at first because I don't exactly have a truck GPS, but I guess in the, in our load information, after we dispatch ourselves, they do have directions like recommended directions like take this street take this street turn on this street you know and there's been times like when i went to kansas city i went ahead and i you know i was going off gps but i was also looking at that those uh, navigation directions they were like yeah take this highway to this highway 435 south and do this i'm like gps is like take seven something i was like yeah i think i'm gonna go with what what the you know the actual directions that are in the Lotus Simon are saying because obviously they've been around for a long time. They have people go there all the time, so I'm gonna trust those. And then of course GPS caught up afterwards, you know, like the, yep, you're correct. Actually this route works great. But okay, that's kinda what I thought, it's kinda why I'm doing it. So But uh so I get I get up there, you know, and I pull it in there and I get I'm, you know, before dropping either trailer, I'm kinda stopped for a minute because I'm doing my arrival and uh, one of the yard switchers pulls up next to me. Hey, how's it going, man? Like, hey, what's up? He goes, so are those empties? I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Those are empty. He goes, oh, man, you're the man. I'm, I'm so appreciative, man. So grateful. 
Like we we are in such a need of empty trailers because we have such an imbalance right now. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. They initially they were telling me it was coming up with two empty, coming up with like two empties, coming back with the 53 empty. I thought that was weird. He was, well, actually, that's what we were gonna do earlier, but then we we had a huge, huge shipment arrive from like tractor supplier or something, and it loaded like a bunch of 53 foot trailers. I said, oh, okay, so I should be getting loaded with the 53 going back to Nashville. Then he goes, yeah. All right, cool. He goes, yeah. I see where that one switcher truck over there is parked. That like behind there is there's a door that's where we want to go through and go off to the light all office. Whatever. Like, all right, cool, appreciate it. He goes, but drop this anywhere. Just go ahead. The the, the dolly section's over here. Drop these trailers anywhere you want, and uh, go check in or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went went and got out the trailers. The dolly dropped, and I parked on the cor- the the curb on the corner near where the uh, light hall door is. And went ahead and walked in there and whatever. And got you know was talking to the guy or whatever. He's like. First, he's on the phone for a bit, and then of course, hey, I could help you. Oh yeah, uh, do you have? I, I, I'm told you probably have 53s going back to uh, Nashville. He goes, oh yeah, hold on a second. He goes, yeah, we actually. What's your name? I'm like Blodgett. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, yeah, I see you there. Okay, so it's we have one getting loaded for you right now. It's about 75% full. Probably gonna be about an hour. You know, like are you okay with waiting an hour? I said, well, you know, I was honest. I was like, well, personally, I prefer not to. But or I was like, honestly, I prefer not to. But I understand, like, you know, loads already. I gotta wait. So, he goes, yeah, it should be about an hour. Probably gonna be less, actually. I'm like, okay. I was like, can I give you my number? Like, whenever it's ready, can you call me? Just let me know. Because he's like, yeah, they'll pull it off. They'll park it on this end of the, of the building or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but I don't even know what trailer I'm grabbing. So, I gave my number. And then I, you know, um, one, th- one thing that was cool about that hub, though, was they had a freaking uh, foundry station like little like just a little bit you know away from the door for the light hall office so I was like that's cool so I went out and got one of my water bottles it was technically empty I already drank the water out of it and I took it in and and uh, yeah sorry guys I had to flash a car to let them know go ahead and get over cause like a car passed me they put their signal on to get over even though I wasn't Rode up on him. I was staying back here, but the pickup truck was on their ass, literally. You know, like flashing the bright side. I'm like, get out of the way, get out of the way. All you car drivers, man, it's kind of a kind of a dick move when you do that. You know, when you just ride someone's tail and you start flashing your lights at them. Come on, man, just be patient. You know, they're gonna get over, and if they don't, you can probably get over the right lane and pass them. You know, it's not a big deal. Come on, now. <laughs> but Sally, truck drivers do it too. I was on my way out to. East chat last night, and I, I was in the right lane going to speed limit, and I had a truck that got behind me, start flashing their brights at me, and then they passed me, and I'm like, I don't know why you're flashing your lights at me, but okay, you know, drive safe. <laughs> so, so yeah, when I got my bottle, I went back in, and they had like, maybe they had like one or two sodas that had a couple. It was a small foundry station, it's like two sodas, like Pepsi, Coke, and then a couple of uh, Gatorades. And then I think that, that there was basically lemonade, like pink lemonade. So I filled my bottle up with pink lemonade, took it out, took it out, you know, to the truck. Started watching, like, grabbed, you know, grabbed a little snack or whatever, was watching Netflix or whatever. And then, um, after it had been, like, two hours, I finally, I finally went back in. Took my bottle with me, and I asked the guy behind the counter. I said, "Hey, is it like how, how's it coming? Because it's still showing that I don't even have a load of the signs. 
like usually you have it loaded sign it'll show up when you log in it'll just say it's still being loaded which means it you know can't hook up to it yet but it was still saying put your number there's no assigned load like okay you know but when i asked him he goes i literally just approve you like it was, it was if you refresh it should actually show up now uh so you're good to go i'm like oh cool all right you know and i asked him i said because i wanted to make sure because i was going to refill the bottle but i felt like i wasn't supposed to i felt like maybe that wasn't you know that maybe we weren't supposed to get out there maybe we had to pay for it or something i was like hey are we able to hit that uh that drink fountain down there the, the fountain drink station you know because I, I said i got lemonade earlier but i, I wanted before i refilled it i want to make sure that i'm even allowed to because oh no 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 you're good you're good like that's what that's what it's there for for you for, you know, for all you guys for all the drivers or whatever i'm like sweet all right i appreciate that and they had red cups <laughs> in the light hall office so I, I went out like as i went out i grabbed one of the red cups i refilled my bottle i filled that cup up all the way to the top and i was sipping on that while carrying the full bottle while walking back to my truck Oh, like, this is cool. <laughs> I was, that's one thing that, like, I was joking with my wife. She's such a big Sprite drinker that I'm always joking around, like, yeah, we need our own, like, fountain drink station here at home. I was like, but we would never be able to keep Sprite stocked because she would basically be going through it all the time. Like, give me another Sprite, give me another Sprite. Hey, fill me up with Sprite again, fill me up with Sprite. We'd have to have the fountain drink plus be getting her, like, the, the 36 pack from Costco just so that, hey, you're good on Sprite for a while, right? <laughs> So, so sitting there watching Netflix or whatever, and my wife, um, you know, she was texting me saying that, yeah, I tried to thaw the dinner sausage, the ring sausage, but it would. But when I checked it after a minute, after I took a shower or something, it was still, it was still mostly frozen. So, you know, sorry, and I'm like, oh, no worries, I'll try to figure out something to eat when I get home. She was really sorry, but like, no worries. I said, I'm just really burned out right now because of the all-nighter with the quick back-to-back, uh, -back, you know, basically the, the all-nighter, go to sleep, get up, come right back to work. And she goes, yeah, you know, that's why I tried not to wake you up. And I said, yeah, I remember, I remember seeing that you were in bed with me. And then the next thing I know, it's 4.15 or whatever, and I'm getting up. So, <laughs> so it's pretty much the motivation for doing this uh, episode, guys. It's pretty much like, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's deal, you know, helping with like, you know, maybe, maybe you know, you or somebody you know is dealing with like uh, being caregiver, caregivers for family or whatever, and you know, it ends up being taking a toll on you, being overwhelming. You know, I know my wife deals with burnout a little bit with her job, um, so much so that she's always like, she's always tired. And when she gets up at five, literally, it's like a daily thing. Like, she has to have a Red Bull before work. And, um, you know, I was doing Red Bulls and Mountain Dew for caffeine for probably about two months. Until, like, one of these weeks, like two weeks back, I started having, like, some really bad stomach issues. You know? And uh, I, I finally started making some decisions to try to make a change. I was like, all right, let me cut out the Red Bulls, even though I love them cut out the Mountain Dew, even though I love them. You know, let me just go ahead and stick with water for the most part, with the occasional, like, lemonade or whatever. And try to try to make better eating choices a little bit, you know. So, things have gotten better. You know, not having the same issues as much. But, it's still <laughs> one of the things that I'm like, I'm always thinking to myself, like, man, I can really, really use a vacation. Like, I need, like, two weeks off. 
you know, a vacation different than what my wife would usually do when she goes up to uh, Kansas for the 4th of July because she's a chef. So, of course, when she goes up there, she automatically, every time, volunteers to do everything, which I gave her crap about. I'm like, I was like, you know, I was like, you go up there and you, you do this, uh, you do the 4th of July thing and uh, you always volunteer to do the, do all the food. Like, I know your mom buys all the food and you, you all know the ingredients you got, that you need and then she, you know, you go ahead and prep everything. And when she comes home, she's all like, well, I was up there for this many days, but I wasn't sitting down at all. I was literally in the kitchen the whole time prepping all this food for all these people that were going to be all the family members. Or, uh, sorry guys, it, this, this is the truck that has a seat that bounces if I hit a, a big bump. I literally just hit, hit a bump back there. When you hit it while you're talking, all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh crap. Okay, that sucks. But, so that's what that was. <laughs> but, um, She's always, ah, I wasn't a vacation really because I was in the kitchen. I was, you know, I was always cooking. I was doing this. And I'm like, you volunteer for that though. <laughs> I was like, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you're tired, you're exhausted because you didn't really feel like you had a break. But you literally every every week or every uh, every year, it's we gotta go to Kansas. We gotta go to Kansas. Gotta go to Kansas for four. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And I'm like, why is it such a big deal to go to Kansas every, every year on the fourth? Like, why is it that big of a deal? I know that it's your mom, but she's up there doing the cooking in the kitchen. It's like, you know what? One of these years, what we should do is we should plan to go, but we should make a plan to coordinate, like, with, you know, the mother-in-law or whatever, like, maybe cater or something and tell everybody, like, hey, if you want food, everybody has to bring five bucks. People probably wouldn't bring any money or whatever and be like, look, you don't eat if you don't chip in because, you know, Cause that would make things easier. That's kind of how when I was in the firehouse, you know, in the military, whatever, like every 24 hour shift I had, that's what we did. Like somebody decided, Hey, uh, I'm thinking like I'm going to do like steak and potatoes or I'm going to do hamburgers or I'm going to do this or that. Everybody that wants, wants in, cause we got to go buy groceries. Everybody that wants in has to chip in this much so we can, we can get groceries. It's going to be five bucks a person or seven bucks a person or something. And then everybody that chips in, they go and they get the stuff, you know, with the little little grocery fund. And, um, you know, they do what they got to do. You know, but anybody that doesn't chip in, they don't eat, you know. So there were a lot of days that, like, I didn't have money, so I literally would, uh, like, I would bring stuff from home to heat up. They'd be like, hey, Blodger, are you going to be uh, doing dinner with us? I know, I'm broke. I was like, I brought food from home. I'm like, all right always suck though because like it always smell freaking amazing like you can smell you can smell it from everywhere you know in, the, in your little bunker rooms or or whatever and it's like ah oh, man that smells delicious <laughs> so whenever I was able to I would take part I'd be like oh yeah here's my six bucks or seven bucks or whatever so but uh you know Burnout's killer, guys. I mean, it's just like that's why it, it's definitely important if you're feeling burnt out, figure out something to help. Like whether it's really, really taking a lot easier on your days off. Because I know part of my problem was like we've been working on the room, you know, with my youngest to uh, get that room cleared, uh, hitting uh, McKay's to basically sell sell like electronics and toys and whatever that they would buy. 
they, they either give us cash for or they give us store credit and we buy cheap things from McKay's like we, you know we have got a record player got some vinyl you know and uh, stuff like that you know got a couple of games for the, the PlayStation or whatever um, but I've had like one or two weekends that like I really didn't feel like I relaxed much because I was out and about taking care of stuff with the kiddo which is totally cool I was happy like I was it was a happy occasion because I was deliberately I was you know getting some good quality time with the kiddo you know but at the same time then we get done for the day like we're back home it's like 7, 8 o'clock at night so very cool time to crack up with the adult beverages but last weekend was a little bit less we didn't have as much to do so a little bit more relaxing but my kiddos are already looking at like hey can we sell this to McKay's can we sell that to McKay's and some of the things my wife and I were like yeah that's fine we don't use that or some of the things we're like no we don't want to get rid of that like she asked about this uh, we have one of those little popcorn makers that looks like kind of in the theater but it's a little bit smaller but it still makes popcorn. You literally just pour the, put the kernels in there, and as it, as it pops, some of the popcorn comes out the little chute or whatever. So you just put the bowl beside the popcorn maker. You know, then you add your popcorn butter, your salt, whatever. You know, she's like, we never, we haven't used that in a while. Can we sell that to McKay's? I was like, no, we're gonna keep that. You know, I was like, but we could probably sell your sister's like printer that's that she got you know a while back, and like it still works. But we like every like me and the kiddo and the wife i don't i don't remember when the last time we used that printer was so i was like we might be able to sell that we get a couple bucks we get like 10 bucks for that possibly you know i was like there's a mini fridge that i want to replace that technically still works i got it at a truck stop like seven eight years back and surprisingly it's still you know because it had both the 12 volt and the and a power outlet for a power cord for like plug it into a wall so i had it in the truck for a while when i was over the road then uh brought it home and we've had it plugged in and i was using it for a drink fridge for a while but it uh you know it doesn't cool as well anymore but it still cools so i want to replace it and get an actual official like drink fridge that actually could make a drink like really 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 cold not one that's from a truck stop <laughs> But I said, we might be able to sell that to them, but I don't want to lug that freaking thing out to the truck with them. <laughs> so, but off from that tangent stuff, um, one of the, the things they told me about tonight was I was going to run to Evansville. I was going to come back here. And, um, and then they were going to have me run some other some other short run or something and it's almost it's like 345 right now i was telling the the swap drivers he called surprisingly he called me haven't chatted with him on the phone for a few days kind of leaving him leaving alone i figure he's listening to like audiobooks or whatever there were quite a few nights i'd call we just shoot the, shoot the shit or whatever but legally i'm just like yeah i'll leave you alone i'll let you do your audiobook <laughs> he's like no no it's no big deal like, okay yeah well you know it's kind of one of those I don't I don't want to be the only one calling, you know. I figured I didn't want to bug him, you know. So I would uh, call him for a few days, and then I basically be like, "All right, I'm gonna leave him alone. Like, he can call me if he wants to, you know." Otherwise, I was just going through like audio or uh, uh, podcasts and stuff. So. so bear with me, guys. Just pull it in here to the hub real quick. 
scan my badge and get in. You know, gotta love Bluetooth, wireless. You know. <laughs> for times. So thankfully I'm coming back in here with um, a 53 footer instead of um, you know instead of two pups. So not having to do any of the fancy like hey i'm gonna drop this trailer and drop that trailer all i gotta do is basically pull in and get this this trailer dropped check to see if they have anything in, in the system for me to do after this i hope not because I, I told the swap guys you know what at this point said with having to wait a couple hours at um having to wait a couple hours at uh, Evansville. I was like, it's going to be pretty late when I get back there. I said, I got to bed at like 8.30 yesterday. I said, I really, I would be told, I'm just, at this point, I was like, you know what, I'll just take a loss. The mileage or whatever, because I don't want to be, don't want to be out all night again. You know, hopefully I can get a regular sleep. And, you know, not be basically, not do what I did today. You know, the basically, um, get home, go to sleep, get up, come back to work. <laughs> I like to have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a, uh, you know, chill out before work, even if it's like two or three hours, it's not, but get up, literally got, that's why I, I, I knew I wasn't getting time back until 5.30. So I set my alarm for 4.15, figured well, that gives me about an hour to go downstairs, drink one of my one liter bottle of water. I get the, lately I've been kind of, and trying to make healthier choices, I've been getting sparkling water. You get from the store that's uh, that's flavored. It's like strawberry or watermelon or mandarin orange or any of those kind of uh, flavors. Like so far, the <laughs> main one I didn't like was a freaking lemon lime one because it has the feel of like the sparkling water when you, when it has the flavor. You also get that burn, kind of like you would when you're drinking a soda, you know. But the lemon lime one, like, you can't taste, you can't taste the flavor. Like, there's barely any lemon lime flavor, and you're getting mostly carbonated water taste, which kind of is bitter. It's kind of weird. It's carbonated. When you get the, the sparkling water just with no flavor, it's like, whoa, okay, that's a little bitter, you know. I'm still drinking it because I'm like, well, I bought it. I'm not going to waste it. But all the other ones, I'm like taking a sip going, oh, yeah. You know, you get that. It's like you're... You feel like you're not drinking healthy, but you kind of are, you know, because you're not drinking sugary beverage or whatever. But so you know how it is, guys. But but uh, anyway, guys, if you're feeling if you're like no matter what you're, you know what area of your life it's in, if it's with work, um, especially if it's with if it's with work and you're you're burned out, find figure out somehow that you can take a break. Figure out something you can do, even if you can't go on a vacation. You know, hell, for me, it's like, you know, on the weekend, I have to do my, 
you know, some adult beverages uh, lately, I've kind of went light, lightened up on those where it's not like vodka and stuff, but it's like I, I bought a case of the <laughs> I bought a case of the Mike's Art. Like Mike's Art Lemonade, the variety pack that had like all the different kinds of like like uh, Limeade. I'd had like pink lemonade. It had regular lemonade. Um, there's like raspberry cup. There's one or two others. There was like a 12 pack. And so like, I think right now there's like three left. Cause like, you know, a couple of times when I went, grabbed another one for me, I asked my wife, want one? She usually have one. And then after that, I was like, no, I'm good. Like between us, I'm the drinker. <laughs> but I was drinking those. I still had wine or whatever. And so get, get my drink on and put Netflix and just literally imagine and chilling out and try to stay, try to stay uh, current stay active with this podcast because I know that I'm trying to keep consistent. I'm trying to make sure that like my goal right now is I'm, I, what I'm shooting for is to be able to schedule episodes for like 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays for them to upload and post or whatever. So that way, no matter what, even if I'm struggling for, through the week, if I'm having issues, like if I'm like today being burned out, that's why at the tail end of this trip coming here to Nashville, which hopefully like, I'm totally be cool to come I almost don't want to go somewhere else, but if they have me in there, it depends on what they're having me do. Because I'll be like, I only have like four hours left, so if you're having me go somewhere that's like two and a half hours to get there and two and a half hours back, I can't do it because I don't have the time. You know, because I had to sit and wait for a couple. Like, if I didn't have to sit and wait, I would have been back here at like midnight, and then I would have totally like, yeah, let's do it. Just put me on something. But I had to wait until 1230 or so to, to be able to leave out of there. So it's like, and then I had to stop for fuel at the border. So. I'm like, I don't want to do anything else possible, you know, most likely. <laughs> but figure out a way that, that helps you guys relax. Figure out a way that you can veg out. Even if it's like, you know, go to the park and go for a walk, go for a bike ride. You know, for me, like lately, one of the things I've been doing since we've got the room set up is I'm trying to make it a point, even though I'm not a big video gamer. But I've tried to go in there and I'll play video games with my kid. Some of the <laughs> some of the video games I'm okay with. I'm okay. I do okay on like the, the Call of Duty with the zombies or whatever. Still get my butt handed to me, you know. And she's gotten really good. Like lately, like I'm I'm dying and like I died and of course she beats the level. Like cause I guess more I guess with the zombies level, we um, can't be on the same team. So one of us dies and the other one just has to survive. And they'll you 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 completed all five levels. And I'm like what? Like, I put it on level uh, to have, like, ten rounds, because I put it on five rounds, and she finished it in, like, two minutes. I died, and she finished it. Instead of her dying or whatever, she's, yeah, obviously, one of us dies, and the other one just has to stay alive long enough. I'm like, all right, so I put it on ten, ten rounds. Still, I died. She, she beat it pretty quick. I put it on 15 rounds. And this is not easy. So, then, so I said, okay, we'll watch this. I put it on ten rounds. I moved it from easy to normal. Suddenly, she and I were getting our buds handed it to us again. Like, I'm dying, and she's coming in there, she's getting killed. Did that for like 15 minutes with what we're killing them, we're, we're, uh, barricade, we're blocking off the barriers, you know, we're repairing the barriers. And now all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, I like easy mode better. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't because I died, and you basically just complete the level. <laughs> I was like, I like to have somewhat of a chance to be competitive. So, but like, one of the games that we play, she's a big Minecraft person. I can't play Minecraft. I have no idea. I play, I'll play Minecraft, but I have no clue what the heck I'm doing. 
<laughs> so, and I don't, I'll admit, I don't know many adults. I don't have, I don't have any adult friends. They're like, oh yeah, I play Minecraft all the time with my kids. Like, we, I can do really well. Some of like, I'll play with them, but I don't know. The kids are like, I love Minecraft. I'm like, I don't know what the heck to do. Like, I'm just running around collecting dirt, building blocks, and, you know. I was like, what do we do? The kid, like, it becomes night, and you have to survive against the spiders and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I want to go back to, I told the, told the daughter, though, that uh, I want to, that one of the game systems that I want to acquire again, because I had one at one point, and I, I loved it. I thought it was, it's my favorite system. You guys could, could you know, maybe you guys agree, maybe you guys disagree. Feel free to drop me a line, you know, at the email or whatever, Surrey Pet, or, um, Watch show podcast at gmail.com, but the, the entertainment center that is my has been my all time favorite Nintendo 64. Because <laughs> there's some there's some good games on there like Goldeneye or whatever, where you can actually have four players and it's all you have the, the different four windows on the on the screen and you know, versus like PlayStation you can only have two players. I told her the only down the only downside is the fact that the cords for the Nintendo 64 are wired, like you have to plug them in. But I said, but the couch is actually close enough to the TV. I don't think it'd be a problem. Plus, we have there's extension cords that you can get for your controllers, from what I remember back in the day. So I told her I was like, we've already got like three or four systems hooked up to that TV. I said I would it would be cool to to get the get it in 64 by the games that I used to play, like GoldenEye or whatever. It'll go around and do that because that's a shoot 'em up type game too. But uh, just try to make, just try to, you know, that's little things I'm trying to do to enjoy the special time, make special memories with the kiddo. You know, still enjoy my dreams and still, you know, after a little while, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna get my Netflix fix on, go watch an episode or two of the show I might be watching. You know, just drink some wine, chill it out. That's me every week. Like I literally, you know, working towards those those goals of retirement financial freedom you know building stuff and just getting to that point and um you know i take every week as a week on a week by week basis i'm like all right cool it's it's my tuesday you know i I do tuesday through saturday so i just you know i take it work my way through my week enjoy looking forward to the two days off and then basically chill out hang out with fam and then you know, basically get up Tuesday afternoon or whatever, get up and do it all over again, you know? Sometimes that's what you gotta do. Make plans, make goals, figure out how you're gonna do them, and then basically just slowly work your way there, you know? But if you're burned out, guys, like I said, uh, figure out, even if you can't afford much, figure out little things that you can do to help, that help you relax, help you, you know, deal with the burnout, whatever. If, you, if you're able to financially afford to go take a break, to actually go somewhere, you know, like one of the things I want to do is actually go take a vacation somewhere where I can actually like rent a cabin on a lake and actually go fishing. You know, I haven't been fishing for over 20 years. You know, uh, back when my when my grandparents were around, but it's something that I look forward to doing. You know, it's part of what I, I plan to do in retirement. I don't know if I'm going to fly fish, but I plan to get like be out on a boat, chill it out, sit there, drop your line, you know, and have your stringer that you. Hook them up to so you can bring all your fish in when, at the end of the day or whatever. But obviously that's a little ways off. But you gotta you gotta make those goals and dreams or whatever. And even even though some people might tell you that you know well, 
that's just like that's never gonna happen. <clears throat> like you're never gonna get there. You're never like that's just that. You're, you're, that's a big dream. Come on, you're just dreaming. You just fantasize like you know what? Shut up. <laughs> like I like I told you one of these one of the other episodes, guys. If you have a dream or goal, whatever with your life, and people try to tell you that you can't do it, you should probably you know probably not deal with those people. Just not have anything to do with them. Because you don't need negative Nancy's in your life, guys. They, anything's possible. And, you know, keep working towards it and stuff. Keep, you know, do whatever you can to let loose. Whatever you have in free time. To try to let go of some of that burn. Let some of that burn out, you know. Heck, maybe it's like, just go rid of, like, on one of your days. Just go, go rid of a hotel, do a staycation. And just, one of the things I love to do when I was over the road, I would take a 34-hour break. And sometimes I would do it up there in Kansas near the in-laws or whatever. You know, I would hope that I would see them, but most of the time, I would, like, they were they were busy. So I'd rent a hotel. I'd get, like, I'd go to, like, the Super 8. I'd park my truck somewhere, you know, at a truck stop, lock it all up, get an Uber to the Super 8, rent a room for basically two nights. And uh, I'd be sitting, I'd literally, I'd, I'd, most of the time I'd be in the hotel room by myself. I would literally just be laying in bed watching TV. I'd get up, grab a menu, call it an order for a delivery order for like pizza or Chinese or whatever get back in bed get up out of bed to, to answer the door to, to, to get the takeout order you know maybe get up during the 34 hour period to like you know, obviously in the bathroom take a shower whatever you know if I felt like it I would go out and walk around like get out of the hotel but most of the time I was like I was cool just laying in bed almost for an entire day and just kind of chilling out because you know you're working like you're, especially if your work schedule keeps you so active you know, sometimes you need to just lay around and do nothing. Be literally lazy as heck. You know, nothing wrong with that. So, anyway, guys, a little bit longer than I expected, but I literally have been parked, <laughs> parked here at the hub, still hooked to the loaded trailer, so I got to get this load dropped. Check the load board, see if I'm assigned anything. Hopefully, I'm not at this point. You know, but I just want to go home and sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to have two full out overnights. You know? But um, but anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Feel free to, if you're new to this podcast, please feel free to like and follow, and uh, like you know, obviously share, let let other like friends of yours or whatever know about it. And uh, keep being positive, keep believing. You know, truckers, keep being safe out there. Car drivers, uh, keep being safe out there. Um, hopefully, you got like again figure out a way to, to let go of the burnout, guys. But, on that note, I appreciate y'all being here, and I will talk to you guys on episode 20 of The Blotcha Show. Have a good one.